0: Freaking welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio, the uh, the little podcast where we tell you all about the week that was in video gaming. My name is Captain Perth, and alongside me, as always, Grizzly Game 86 and returning from his tour of honour, Pavlovaface. It's so good to have you here on the, <laughs> what's the date, the 30th of the 10th, uh, mm. 2023, 7pm AWST.
1: It's been a good month. Welcome back. Um, dude, you've been there. gone for ages. Mm, it has, it has been ages. Are you okay? Uh, I missed you guys. Uh, <laughs> well, boys, <laughs> let me tell you, it's been a big one. <laughs> it's as big as a it's been. Kid. It's been a whole lot of big ones. <laughs> oh my God, dude,
0: take it from the top. Where were you? Oh, what did you do?
1: There's what so happened? much. But, okay. Uh run it for you. Um, <clears throat> week one, we went over, the, over to uh, Melbourne. Uh, it was PAX weekend. Um, you all know the annual celebration of everything games um, in Oz. All of uh, them. All of them. <laughs> Every single game. Everything you can think of. It was a bloody beautiful weekend. Uh, got to catch up with a whole bunch of friends. I just see Nictacular in the uh, chat. Oh, bloody good Hell today. yeah. Well, I know um, that, man. Um, yeah, PAX, PAX was PAX. We The uh, Nintendo booth was back, back in... Uh, Back to packs, and uh, it gave a lot of energy back to the all-round energy of the convention, which is really really nice. Uh, what I did, I, I did a couple MC gigs around um, around the event. I was uh, MCing at the um, at the Deep Cool booth, which is a um, which is a PC part uh, company uh, on behalf of Azrock, which is another PC part company. We did a whole bunch of giveaways um, there with uh, through uh, Ground Zero. We know we all know Ground Zero there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. wonderfully esports <laughs> team, our family,
0: um, you know,
1: <laughs> our legends. That's right. Um, so, you're spending
0: a
2: bit of time with Sunny Movement over there, eh? Pap,
1: yes, doing that, things. that's right. So, I've, I was uh partnered up with uh Sunny because uh, I'll get to it in a little bit, but we um, Azrak flew Sunny and I over to um another event but we'll get there we'll get there shortly so pax i was uh doing some (laughs) stuff with (laughs) pax was doing some stuff with Sunny. we're kind of gelling our vibe getting getting our um doing a little practice um uh collaboration sort of stuff and it was uh went very well um we we did have respawn jim's telling me not to forget respawn i will not forget about respawn that was a very very big night don't you fucking big um big night i was uh emceeing um uh, respawn as well did the cosplay comp we did um Pokemon card breaks live at <laughs> at the, at the um, on stage of the <laughs> of the respawn club. A bloody wonderful time. Uh, oh, it was just such a vibe awesome 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 time um yeah got gotta catch up with um, so many friends. um yeah, ran into um oh damn. I won't say that because I can't forget that. I can't remember the name, <laughs> but <laughs> I, re- I remember. I remember running into someone, and they were like, "Hey, how's Captain Burt going?" And I was like, "Hello, sir." Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good
2: friend. Oh, you How ran into you? someone um, in my yes. stream circle as well, um, Pat. Oh, did I? Yeah, you did. You um, retro gamer. You sent me a photo of him. Um, absolute legend of a man. From Fuck.
1: you <laughs> both forgetting yeah, fucking we're both, mates. We're both terrible. Uh, <laughs> fair, folks, I, I apologize. It was, it's been a big one, all right? That's that's my yeah. excuse. I don't, can't, I don't yeah, know not Now I'm curious concerned. as to who said, how's Catherine going? <laughs> I, will, I will remember. I will remember.
0: Right, you, have, uh, you
1: have to DM me when you tell me. Yeah, absolutely. will. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a good time. I think the best part about PAX is isn't even um, PAX itself. It's just like how many people head on over and like congregate yeah. and like yeah it's just good times all around
0: i think especially
1: um, like when you're in this <laughs> community of streamers and whatever
0: else and like you you make a lot of like friends just naturally through yeah. raids and all that kind of shit and like you know we've made a lot of really good mates through this i mean a lot of them even in this chat right now and being able to catch up with those people that you don't get to see so cool. as often yep. is f- so awesome man oh, i need to get to the
1: PAX. It. cap we need to get yeah. the packs you gotta do point, it mate. live yeah. recording of the episode <laughs> from PAX. they were the a podcast being recorded all weekend at the, yeah. Um, yeah. I think the audio technical right. booth. Yeah. Got to, no, got to make no. it happen. <laughs> <At> <laughs> okay, some point. I'm going. I mean, tough uh, year yeah.
2: for you, Cap, young baby, you know, and yeah. traveling all that kind of shit.
0: Yeah. Sure we'll it make it work next year. Next year. Next year. Yeah. 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 Unless you have a yeah. second
2: uh, by then, and then we'll be.
0: <laughs> 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 might, might still be a bit tough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll carry on, Pav, and then, and oh, then what? what else?
1: Um, Oh, Cheryl mentioned was a uh, very, uh, very lucky to be given uh, content creator pass this week, this time round for PAX. So I was, I was there during media media hour. So I was able to like roam around the event without uh, too many crowds, which was really, really cool. Um, got to do a bunch of recording with some fr- other Perth friends, uh, uh, the T Kennedy and uh, Emmy. Uh, oh, yeah, Sammy nice. Uh, if you know him, you know him. Yeah, I think uh, I saw some stuff. Yep. No, yeah, really, really, really just really fun time uh there's also a bunch of activations around the city for victoria games week uh specifically yeah. the yeah specifically there was um a big um uh lamb dance party what in, really in it was so sick uh that I think is it was, awesome the, it was a free event and but like they, they hyped it so much it felt like they were going to announce something that didn't happen, but so I was like, I was like, oh, what? but it was, it was like just a crazy, like rave dance party. And was like, it this, is, this, is, this fucking is still, wild. Pretty wild. There's a whole bunch of like costumes from the game and like monsters like lurking around. And, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> Were you bad in there
2: ass. busting some moves, Pav? Or oh,
1: I wish. No, I, I was, I was tempted, but I, um, I was off in the sidelines. It was quite, quite a rainy week that week. Um. Mm i was uh <laughs> on the shelter um but yeah that, that's that's pretty much all of um melbourne i was at uh, uh fortress um just about every day uh oh yeah hey. damn boy <laughs> so uh rapid fortress swag. uh fortress i love you guys um yeah, yeah i was there just was about just every changes, day uh,
0: <laughs> his hat forward which has revealed the fortress logo for audio listeners
1: have any um
2: any uh did you meet any listeners of the podcast, mate, that you didn't know were listeners of the podcast? Anyone say,
0: Oh, you're that guy from Oceanic Gaming Radio. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm face. guessing no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I think I, not not any new listeners, at not any like anyone I didn't know at least. I yeah. think it's that everybody I've met were people already. Turns already out
2: reviewed. like over seventy five percent of our listener base, which is growing quite a lot, by the way, um, uh in the US. So really? I actually yeah, 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 which is
1: fucking bizarre. Yeah, it's just fucking That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: It's all these shorts you guys have
1: been pumping out. Loved, yeah, yeah. Do You know what? It's not yeah. a,
0: it's not a bad point. Yeah, I yeah. think the shorts are definitely
1: cranking, but um mm. yeah. <laughs> all what right, else we'll, was there, mate? we'll move along. Um um oh, what was I going to say? Uh I stayed with um I stayed with Jimbo, Straightjacket Jim, um oh. over the PAX week. Um we had Does a Jim good snort? old time. Uh, Jim snores, but not as bad as me, so it was perfect match. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so just, <laughs> yeah. So the, the reverse question might not be as uh, as polite. <laughs> oh, it,
1: uh, <laughs> it was so funny. We 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 got there, and um, I was like, uh, said I was gonna put my headphones on to watch something while while I pass out because like I like to watch Netflix and um, stuff so while I sleep. And Jim and he was, was like, like hey, angle it this way." Yeah, uh, and Jim was like, "Oh well, I'm glad to. I'm glad you said that because I've been avoiding this. Que- There's uh, avoiding telling you that I'm a pretty bad snore. And I was like, "I'm glad you said this because I'm just as bad." <laughs> so it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're just saying uh, that uh, the neighbouring rooms probably, <laughs> yeah, literally, uh, the um, the neighboring rooms might have put in some noise. <laughs> noise complaints. A of noise complaints <laughs> with these two blokes yeah. snoring. <laughs> Admittedly, like I was I was uh I got back to the hotel very, very late most <laughs> most nights. Uh, so um yeah, I don't know. <laughs> poor Jim <laughs> poor Jim. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah uh we we were right next door to Fortress, so that's why we were there oh, every, Sick. Just about every night. Yeah. What time uh, we get home uh, fortress, fortress have right. uh most a couple nights when whatever time Fortress closed, uh but uh <laughs> What time's that? Uh to uh, 10 12, 12 3 depending oh, on okay. Yeah depending three, on 10 my... 12
2: 3 they're quite different hey, they're three quite three different numbers, numbers. Yeah,
0: different <laughs> nights of the week
2: all right <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah
0: Well uh, actually, late. Um, late late the before we progress um, Fortress is a esports bar cafe thing
1: Yeah it's um it's really hard to describe because it's it's there's no I haven't seen anything else like its kind It's a multi-leveled like um, bar venue, and each space is like um, built fitted with like a different uh, nuance of gaming. So they have like a they have an arcade. They have like a land cafe like style area. There's a, a streamer pod rooms available. Oh, really, they, So you can stream yeah, then, there. Pav, can you? Yeah, like, absolutely. I, saw, I did stream. Wild. I streamed there on the Monday. That's uh, a did wicked, like a, man. The packs post packs uh, catch up stream, and was that was pretty good. Had a bunch of friends uh, pop into the booth with me. It was really fun. Um, yeah, dude, that was really cool. Uh, then there's a big tavern that's like um, World of Warcraft style themed. Which oh, is dude, a- this sounds so old-timey o- 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 uh, tavern. Have
2: Sucking the stream stick. rooms? Can you just drink bring beers in there and like? Yeah, you drink. can. You can
1: order off the table, so then they just oh bring it to you. Oh my god, yeah. dude! It's made, yeah, it's we to gotta
2: work. do it. Yeah, we gotta go to Pax and we've gotta do podcast. We gotta do a podcast Fucking episode hell, from. We're definitely going oh, there.
1: Oh, we wait until Fortress comes to Perth. Fortress, I'm watching you. We're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting for you. Oh, is yeah, that yeah. like a secret announcement? <laughs> you have or what? Oh, no. I think it's it's pretty well known that they want to bring it across the country. Uh, 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 I'll br- I'll get there when <laughs> I'll get there when I get there. But I did end up having a few more chats to Fortress people when I was in Sydney. Um, but anyway, we'll get there. Well, let's let's jump over to Sydney. Uh, I mentioned Sunny. Sunny and I, uh, we'd we do stuff with Ground Zero, um, and. Ground Zero brought us to do Azrock stuff at PAX. And that was kind of like a practice round for uh South by Southwest. Uh that we were um, we were flown over by Azrock to present their new line of motherboards, which is really, really Dude, insane. Sick. Cool, man. Nice. Yeah, that went awesome. They did, they did, however, give us the worst <laughs> slot of the week. So we were in the tech hall, which opened on the Wednesday. Um, and that's like a whole bunch of uh tech. Activations, boots, all this and that, all the, all that sort of stuff. But it was like super corporate, uh, like American style uh, convention kind of thing. Mm. Not sure if you can get that picture in your head, but yeah, uh, I feel you. Yeah. yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. So, so that area opened on the Wednesday. Our segment was 11:30 on the Wednesday, the first slot of that area for a bunch of people in suits. Not probably not quite the target demographic for kind of my style of hyping up and presenting. We saw they still said like. Fucking do it, do it how you usually do it. I was like, bet I'll, 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 I'll hype these people up. Uh, so I. I so kept... you were out there hyping them, where you, Puff yeah, you so Sunny and I. Huh? We, we were there. We did our presentation, and we had like, like a hundred items to give away, uh, like splashes and stuff. Like a whole bunch. Were you of giving stuff. out motherboards, Pat, or what? Uh, We did one motherboard as a giveaway, like a pretty top of the line motherboard. Um, as Dang. a giveaway as as well. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. And it went, it went really oh, well. Right. Sandy and I had like really good chemistry. It was um yeah, it was very good times. Uh south by side let me also say when we were when we <laughs> were told about this event, we had no idea what it was. We were actually told that it was gonna be part of IEM, um, which is the CSGO uh mm-hmm. two um 20. League. Yeah. Torn of it. Torn of yeah. It. Um and we were like they they told us we we're gonna be presenting something between a match on their on their stage, and it was like that sort of stuff we didn't realize anything about that and we're like, all right cool bet it's on the wednesday it's going to be a small thing don't even stress <laughs> okay south by southwest is a huge event it's like this um massive <laughs> thing that happens every year yeah. in america and this is the first time it's been outside of america and it's like a big corporate thing and like there is clearly so much money <laughs> poured into this. There's like, uh, it, and it was across all of Sydney. There was like 40 something venues across the thing. They're like, there they they were musicians flown over, like so many, like quite a few A-list um uh, musicians performing So were they paying
2: you like a hundred like bucks an hour? Pound pound or or what
1: to um, that's a good question. I'll <laughs> I, might, I might tell you later. Uh, yeah. Um. But no, uh, but <laughs> yeah, there, there, was, was dad, there. there was a ah. whole bunch of like screen activations, and like in um in the whole in the main area there were um there was a massive stage, and there was this you know the um double double lemons, the, the minus, uh ones ninety sevens. Oh, the drinks, yeah, the drinks. There was a there was a giant, <laughs> uh, double lemon uh vending machine, like oh like three stories high. And there's there's there like a bar on each level. And then the Three overlooking... stories high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pav's just making shit up now. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Instagram highlight reel. You go check it out. It was it was nutty. It was insane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick crap. can attest to everything. Ooh, um, looking this up right now. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. It was... It was a bloody insane. Nicole Kidman open. Nicole <laughs> Kidman was there doing a few presentations as well. It was insane. Hey, I- what the fuck, oh. man? This is fucking wild. Uh, dude, I don't I don't even have words. It was like insane. Uh, but yeah, that so, was so by Southwest. So Pav, was- is this uh, your biggest activation yet then, mate? Yeah. The, uh- um the as a activation, biggest presentation, sort of. It's the biggest event I've ever presented at, but my present presentation itself was relatively small.
2: Fuck yeah, these motherboards are good. Come and get a plushie, and you're like throwing yeah, shit well, at people.
1: Oh yeah, like that. It was a... the we did we did good work, but like the part where the part where we were at was pretty small. Like uh, we had a crowd of maybe like fifty people, which is still yeah, fantastic. That's though. fine. It's but great. Um, but um, Pat, the actual second... IEM CSGO twenty oh yeah. is yeah. three it was a this year, fuck? wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Okay. Uh, then we went over to IEM, which is the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'm not much of um esports. Watcher, like I, I, I love watching finals of just about anything, but like I don't follow much, so I went in pretty clueless. But like the best part about this tournament was the audience, yeah, I'm dude. Oh, yeah. I saw clips the of the Aussie they, crowd, are
0: insane, yeah. dude. especially at the CS2 like I am, they're all like fucking yeah. loud wild
1: dude they're they mental like yeah. it was it was phenomenal like the energy was the just
0: going through there the grass?
1: shoe every few minutes <laughs> yeah. <my God>. like <laughs> people were cheering with their shoe in the air like <laughs> and then as soon as the camera came to someone there was shoes like i i couldn't i couldn't count i couldn't tell you how many there were it was insane uh, that is so good oh uh, my god i felt the energy like going through me it was wonderful i feel was- like
0: they tried to curb that behavior yeah at they, one they were point kicking,
2: they they just were kicking it. people out <laughs> for doing shoeys eh, for a while but i feel like yeah, they've just kind was of just let impossible. it go
1: just yeah so like they've kind of accepted and like now they're they're memeing about it like uh <laughs> a little bit but i mean you know like it's it's like a
0: huge marketing thing for them because that's the whole thing is everyone's memeing on the shoeys so why wouldn't you like it's just, you know anyway sorry to interrupt you but yeah
1: no oh, absolutely no it was, it was so much fun and then they um so Friday, Saturday, I just jumped in for a couple, um, a couple rounds, couple matches, uh, and then because um, I had a, I wanted to head out and check out some other stuff as well. But the Sunday, I was at I am the whole day. I, I was, I was like, I'm here in Sydney. I am's so on. There's no way I'm missing the finals. Was that the finals, uh, Dave?
2: Um, yeah, Nav? yeah, yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, but the finals were fantastic. That was, I was on the edge of my seat. It was probably the closest I've ever seen. They went into double overtime. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, mental. Right. But my highlight was what they call the uh the the caches, which oh, is yeah. uh an an Australia team versus an England team of just like prominent people in the um yeah in the CSGO um community, and that was fucking funny. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, they do it's like always all- funny. It's almost
2: like, it's it's a bit of a it's just a meme a uh, little yeah, tawny, isn't it? Meme yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like
1: the, the like the lore around <laughs> around yeah. like the whole cache is fantastic. Yeah. Oh I was eating it up. Like yeah. uh so good. They, I'll I'll give you a quick brief. I don't want to go too in, but like this is one guy, um uh I forget Australian. his name. What was that? Australian guy? No, the the English captain. Uh everybody hates him, so like everybody chants his name and uh is it a guy same. with glasses? I think so.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah so he wasn't
1: go. here. He, they got announced. He wasn't here. They're like he, he he couldn't lose another one. They've lost every time. He couldn't lose another <laughs> one. He's done. They're they're kicking him out. So they announce the team, and then all of a sudden, someone comes. They, like they get onto the stage. Someone comes around in a, in a mask and, a, and just a black onesie, like a morph suit. Uh, and everyone's like, <laughs> oh. who could it be? <laughs> 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 it goes up and it's just like oh man, I was just so entertained. Like I like, Very good. obviously I it that. is what it is, but like, man, I was eating it up. So entertaining, <laughs> bloody brilliant. I know. Um, oh, the, also, um big rec big um props. That's not the right word. Uh there was a they they did a bit. There was a rubber snake and a Macmate, uh uh prominent uh, <laughs> CS, yep. CSGO um uh, commentator. Uh, that's a word. Anyway, uh, they he he doesn't anyway. <laughs> he wears budgie smugglers, and he, he came out and tackled. He he dealt with they dealt with some dangerous goods on the on the on the <laughs> stage, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was something. I saw I saw a lot of MacMate, I'll tell you that. Holy uh, shit! <laughs> I actually think we uh did we raid Mac mate
2: after one of these podcasts? Yeah, we've raided MacMate. I before. Mac Mac we we have. <laughs> have.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, got him. Oh, bloody hell. It was a, uh, yeah, good times. Dude, um, that sounds fucking wild, Pav. You've had a, a you ripper. have seriously had a big one. Well, well welcome
2: yeah. back, Pav. It's, we missed you. It's nice Thank to you have you. Thank you. I've, Pav, I've right? taken
1: up a lot of your time, but it was a, it was a, it was a whole Pav, lot of big ones. You know, it was got, fantastic. We got two I weeks actually, worth
2: of, uh, you know, missing Pav to, to, to get.
0: Yeah. I actually found the three story fucking double lemon thing. Yeah. On your thing. And yeah. Now I, I did not expect it to look like that, but it's yeah.
1: fucking cool. Yeah, it was it was a weird it, it was it was weird being that I felt so out of place because like there was just so much happening, and That's I was weird. like, I was like, how am I here? How on earth <laughs> am I here right now? <laughs> Cool,
0: man. Oh am proud of you, Pav. Well done, mate. Thank you. It was, um, I've been taking yeah. the, good times. the Western Australian vibes over East. Well done, mate. Good on Nailing you. It, no, it. It's good to have you back, I must say. You know, good to all have right. you. Good to be back. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, Grizz, what did you do that was not even close to as epic as what Pav got up to? Uh, yeah, Pav yeah, was yeah pretty it's pretty cool
2: shit. Look, firstly, before uh, we go on, we obviously missed last week, so apologies. But... Um, uh, yeah. The personal emergency was actually my daughter um, putting her teeth through her top lip at 8.30 on a Sunday night before the Monday and having to race her off to emergency and everything else. So that was a pretty uh, interesting little one. She had to get some cosmetic surgery on a lip and other things, which uh, is actually healed really good. She's uh, back on. Top, but yeah, it was yep. uh, it was pretty hectic. Will it
0: scar, Chris? Will it scar? Um,
2: well, interestingly enough, we took her into the emergency and they were like, Yeah, look, we don't have a cosmetic surgeon here in emergency, so you're gonna have to go into um Fiona Stanley tomorrow where the plastic surgeon is there and go see someone else because it is cosmetic. Um, we took her in there the next day and they were like, Oh, the cosmetic surgeon that does this stuff isn't on shift today, so come back oh, tomorrow. so she's got this split in her lip and it's like we give her some antibiotics and a cream but wait another whole 24 hours to get her in Jesus. there um, but no it will uh, apparently uh, you won't even see anything once it's healed there's just like a little scar but um cap it was a lego table mate we got one of those lego tables it's probably about a foot and a half high and on the top of the lego table it's 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 the lego so you can actually stick uh, stuff to it one yeah. of those and uh, she was sliding on her socks. Uh, she had these knee-high socks she'd pulled up on uh, her knees. No. <laughs> and she just went straight no. into it. Oh, the dude. It the makes you lip. cringe just thinking yeah. about it. Christ. Yeah. so a bit rough. So that, that happened. But um, uh, she's all good now, which is uh, she's back on track, back in school and everything else. So all, all happy days. But this weekend, just been Cap, I actually flew back in today from a little trip holiday with the wife to Adelaide. So I spent yeah. spent three days in Adelaide. That was, you know what, mate? Like um, I've never been to Adelaide before, first time. So I've done every other major city pretty much, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. First time in Adelaide. Um, we visited some of the wineries there. And dude, like two of these wineries we went to were fucking the, the best wineries I reckon I've ever, ever uh, been to. Nick, do you live in Adelaide, dude? I didn't know where you lived. I'm sorry. I posted it all over my Twitter, <laughs> but I had very little amounts of time. Yeah, <laughs> you do shit. Sorry, man. Next time I'll be back. Uh, we went to this one winery called uh, Durenberg, I think it's called, and they have this. Uh, they have this thing called the Cube Cap, and it is four stories, um, and it's kind of like a maze through the four stories. You kind of walk your way through, and there's like art and stuff and. You literally get lost in there. Um, and then on the very top story is where the wine tasting, um, you come out and it's these beautiful big open windows and um, you're tasting wine. But the, the whole story is this: the guy that's designed it is this eccentric winemaker and um, he's got art from around the world. And it's weird things like you'll look through something and it's like a kaleidoscope and you're winding it ah. and, and you'll see different pictures kind of doing different things. And it was just all very, like, fantastical, quite a different experience, but... Um, that was pretty cool, and then we went to this other winery and uh, called Hugh Hamilton. And he names his w- wines after members of the family, and they're all derogatory terms like the mongrel, <coughs> the Drama Queen, the Floozy, the Moocher, and they're all different varieties <laughs> <Yeah>. of wines for <laughs> different people in the family. So it was, it was wow. actually, it was pretty cool, mate. So that was yesterday. I had a lot to drink, and uh, we ended up um, jumping on the uh, little scooters around town after many yeah, beverages sick. and scooting back to the hotel without uh, killing ourselves. So that was also a highlight. <laughs> um But we saw Sam Smith while we were over there. That was the whole reason why we went there because Sam Smith wasn't coming to West Australia. So we decided we would uh fly across. Meet him him. halfway. Yeah, meet him halfway. And it, dude, I tell you what, like I'm not a Sam Smith fan. I wasn't going into it. My wife is. But um just a couple of things, Kat. um Band was fucking amazing. Like neck level but yep. I feel like Sam Smith is such an advocate for body positivity and LGBTQ plus rights that all of the crowd that were in there were so grateful and thankful for him to be up there doing his thing. They, sorry. Yeah, wicked He's man. A day. Not a him, my apologies. But it was just like a really, really feel-good concert. Wife loved it, yeah, I loved that's it. Awesome, it man. was awesome, man. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really good.
0: Oh, that's so good, dude. Fuck yeah. It sounds like you had a banger, mate.
2: Dude, it was a good weekend. I'm very tired, mate. Uh, but you know what? The heart's full. Feeling pretty pretty good. Pretty good about myself, yeah. mate. Ready to go back into work tomorrow after a good night's rest.
0: Oh, shit, yeah, mate. Get into it. That's great. What
2: about, what about you, Capo? What's been happening with you,
0: mate? Gaming well yeah done a bit of gaming not an awful lot actually i haven't really um i've just been kind of i don't know just busy like you know things going on and you know birthday parties and all kinds of shit happening so i've kind of just been trying to squeeze you know some gaming in here and there and then also in between just sections of not feeling like doing an awful lot of gaming either just because i've been a bit cooked and just didn't want to sit on my pc or just kind of couldn't be fuck spooling up the steam deck so it was um you know I've, i've Squeezed a little bit in, but um, I mean, more recently, last weekend we had a Halloween party for a friend, and we dressed mm. up. Um, I had to very quickly put together some costumes for myself and Ted. Um, Ted went as a uh, <laughs> as a tradie, and just found him like a fucking high vis shirt and and some and a hammer, <laughs> and so that he we went as a tradie, and um, I put <laughs> was- together a, a, a fairly reasonable attempt at Tony Gallati, which is. Uh, for anyone not, who doesn't know who tony Galati is and i mean if you're not from perth you absolutely probably won't um, but he's just this bloke who owns a bunch of um, grocery stores here in perth western australia he's a bit of a he's a bit of a um, local legend he's just like this italian guy that um, has big eyebrows bushy black hair and um, <laughs> he he loves his potatoes so when is yeah. him? Like I'm surprised, um, yes. Kat,
2: that you didn't go that you just like dye your eyebrows fucking black and maybe well, length somehow you know straighten what? them out a I, bit or something. I don't know.
0: I did really think about it, but I also thought, fuck that. <laughs> Honestly, mate, you look the part. I will give you that. You yeah, did thanks, look,
2: mate. You did look the part. Very impressive.
0: Yeah. Did you carry around a sack it of potatoes
2: with you as well or, Yeah, uh, I
0: did. I did. did <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a sack of potatoes with me as well cuz you know, you got to have your props so did that. And Mia cuz like we only found out about the party like they fucking booked it like a week or so out from it which is, you know, a bit pretty pretty fine to be asking people to um dress up for a a, um, a Halloween um, party. So yeah, we had to put these these um, costumes together fairly quickly and so Mia had this like shirt that had like a little fish cake ramen thing on it and then we put some fucking chopsticks in her hair and found some wool and, and she went as a bowl of ramen. <laughs> so- <laughs> I love that. <laughs> fucking random but it was good. Was um, there an egg, so egg yeah. on
2: top cap or something was there? Did you get a- No,
0: we didn't get that far. We yeah. had heaps of ideas but we were like let's be realistic. We have a one-year-old child and we'll do the best we can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You know, it was I think we did a pretty good job for what we had. So, um but that was really good and then um you know, um, Mia um went out and caught up with a bunch of her girlfriends on the on the Saturday and um I looked after Ted. Uh for a fair bit of that. So that was good. And then Sunday, we had a pretty hectic um, uh, day actually. I ended up, um, so, okay, um, full story. Uh, we have two cats at home, both who live outside um, pretty much permanently, full time. Um, they love it. and That's just, you know, it's just how it's kind of forward. So, uh, but anyways, one of them we hadn't seen in about a week. And normally, you know, they go walk about for a couple of days or a few days here and there. So anyways, um, Cash hadn't rocked up for a week. And I was like, yeah, we're going to have to put something on the fucking Facebook community notice board or something because <laughs> we haven't seen him in freaking ages. So we did and we didn't get much of a response. And so I I sent a few texts out to our, texts out to our neighbors and stuff and they hadn't seen him. Um, and then I didn't get a text back from one bloke who lives behind us. So I just thought I'd go and knock on his door and see what the guy was. Um, and so I went around there and it's this, um, young bloke who rents behind us and, um, uh, no one answered the door when me and Ted went around there and had a bit of a knock. So, um, rang the neighbor next door just to see if she knew what was going on. And she said that they'd been asked to move out cause they're going to be redeveloping the property, which, you know, it's this old fucking ramshackled, you know, shack house in the middle of my suburb um so anyways i was like okay no worries so i thought well fuck it i'll just you know if they're not going to be here i'll just go and have a bit of a look out the back so me and ted um you know went around the back of their their place and they have this jam room um at the back that they use for their band um and i just started calling out cash's name and he i could hear him meowing back and i thought fuck that's fucking cash where is he and so I walked up to the um, jam room and he's he's locked in the fucking jam room um, and he's been in there for a fucking week, no food, no water. And I was like, I tried to ring the bloke a couple of times because I had his number. I um, couldn't get a hold of him, so I just went, well, fuck it. I'm just going to fucking smash the window. <laughs> so I fucking threw a brick through the window um, and then uh, cleaned all the glass up and he got cash out of there and I'd never seen a cat drink so much water in my life. Uh, and yeah, that was my Sunday. So cleaned, cleaned the um, glass up. Let uh, finally got a hold of old mate and said, "Look, mate, I've had to break your window because you locked my cat in the bloody jam room." And he was like, "Oh fuck, mate, I'm so sorry." <laughs> so it was, um, you know, it was. A Did he make you pay for a cap,
2: or was it all good? good?
0: Uh, well, he's going to find out what the go is, uh, and because he's he's going to try and get his bond back, which is you know completely fair. But he said, "Look, would you be happy to go halves with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, mate, no worries." So um, potentially might be going halves in a window. We'll see. God damn, um, dude. Yeah. Crazy, man. Hectic Sunday. So, Hectic um, Sunday, yeah. yeah. And then me and Ted went for a big long walk afterwards and then um, had um, a big bowl of chips and it was fucking great. So, um, yeah, it's been a pretty pretty full weekend, actually. Um, thanks for asking. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Um, but, yeah, anyways, that's me. Now- I reckon we should um, talk about some video games because it's been yeah. 30 minutes and we haven't said a single word about a video game. Well, you know, Pav spoke a lot about video games, so, you know. Um, anyways, look, just bit. want to welcome you here to this final podcast of ours. Uh, if it's your first time here, uh, this is the Oceanic Gaming Radio. We are live every Monday night from 7 p.m. A.W.S.T. on twitch.tv slash Oceanic Gaming Radio. You can come and join legends such as Sukai AU, Caging Runt, Nictacular, Sly Frostpaw. Uh, who else have we got in here? Straightjacket Jim Belly is here. This is fucking shitload there is of legends. There's so in here. many just legends hate.
2: in the chat tonight yeah. in particular. Just like it so, is full of people that I If love. you want to
0: join them every Monday, you can. Um just go and follow us there and um you two can uh Be in here. Now, if you want to listen to this in your own time, easy. Just go to OGR.show and, yeah, listen to it there. Get a link to the Spotify. You're you're sorted. Or you can just search up Oceanic Gaming Radio or OGR in your your favorite podcasting platform, and I'm sure you will find us somehow. So there you go.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh,
0: If you are listening to us via podcast, we'd really appreciate a five-star rating. Uh, That's five out of five stars, FYI, not uh, out of 10. Um, Just round it up to the nearest um, 100%. That'd be great. Uh, And some kind words would also be really um, amazing. So, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. We've had a a bit of an influx of listeners recently. So if you guys are listening and it's your first time and you're liking what you hear, please go and drop a freaking wonderful review. It helps us out big time. You have no idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's good. Um, now, outside of that, just want to say a big thank you to, um, firstly, our wonderful listeners and another big thank you to our wonderful Patreons. You guys freaking rock every month, uh, every week. Is it month? Month, every month. They pay $5 or something like that. Something We're like that.
2: What are we doing with that yeah. money right now? It's going to very. Right good now, pause. it's
0: going into editing TikToks and shit. So uh, you are directly responsible for mm. me. Being in the eyes of the Generation Z Zoomers, okay. <laughs> so right, thank yeah. you, Patreons. Uh, it's about time I became a Zoomer um, myself. So I'm I'm getting there pretty pretty quickly. Uh, but yeah, I just want to say, yeah, I'm fucking Zo- well. We are Zooming. I mean, we've got some pretty good TikToks coming out. We've I feel we like we've um, we've That'd stoked be- a few flames.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've pissed off a couple of people. <laughs> yeah. but that's yeah, you don't really want pretty okay, angry people.
0: This is the thing though.
2: You can upload the controversial take onto TikTok, aren't you? Because that's what's going to generate the engagement. Exactly. They're not going to listen to us talk about our weekend for half (laughs) a day.
0: (laughs) What was that fucking... um, we, We posted a thing about Game Pass or some shit and someone was like, Steam is better. And I was like... Yeah, I prefer apples to oranges or some shit. I, I was just like, dude, what, what a fucking stupid thing to say. We're not even talking about Steve, you fucking idiot. Anyways, mm. um, those are the kinds of people that you get commenting on your TikToks. Um, but uh, where was I? Um, Thank you to our wonderful patrons. I'm fucking <laughs> completely derailed here. Um, Sorry, mate. Sukai, Moosey, Caging Runt, Sergeant Paul, Lee GD, Libs, Brendan, Dan Fantastic, and Strups. Appreciate your legends, um. Yeah. Anyways, that's that. That's all our house rules. Now let's dive straight freaking in, Grizz. We've got a big freaking uh, quest log today. Uh, well, it's, you know, it's it's a healthy size. You know, it's it's um, it's a you know, it's 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 perfectly well proportioned. Yep. Uh, so, so I mean, not. let's you know, straight straight away, Grizz. Super Mario Wonder. Wonder yes. no more. It's it's a known quantity uh, and. People are freaking really enjoying it, including myself, Chris. What about you?
2: I'm also really enjoying it, Cap, um, have been playing it. And, yeah, people are enjoying it, Cap. So this came out on October 20th, and right now it is boasting a 92 Meta score and a uh, 9.2 out of 10 user score. So both the critics and the customers appear to be pretty happy with uh, Mario Wonder.
0: Yeah, no, there's some pretty good... um Pretty good little reviews floating around. I did see that uh, there was a bunch of IGN reviews, most of which were nine, and then IGN Italy gave it 9.5. So, okay, um, you, you know, being the Italian plumber, I should have oh, got right, an extra 0.5, uh, right, yeah. 0.5 points. Yeah. <laughs> Is
2: Mario real popular in Italy? I wonder whether Super Mario is real popular in Italy. Sure, I, I don't
0: know. Um, I don't know, actually. Anyone in chat, Italian, that might be able to uh, give us a window into the cultural kind of significance mm. of uh, Mario in Italy? Uh, that'd be great. Uh, but I'm I'm going to guess maybe not. Uh, but, I mean, it reviewed well at IG in Italy. So they said, Super Mario Brothers Wonder paves a bold new road for the classic Mario experience. Never a 2D Mario has been... Uh, been so surprising and satisfying since Mario, Super Mario World. I feel like the translation's a bit fucked there, but anyways. Um, yeah, those Italians, man.
2: Yeah. You know? yeah. No, I totally <laughs> agree. Um, <laughs> I, You know, I, I feel the same way, Cap. You know, I've got maybe eight to nine hours into the game. Um, I'm working my way 100% through it. But, you know, as someone who has played all of the Mario games, including the retro ones, some of the newer ones I haven't played, but I did pick up the last Switch uh, 2D Mario. And, look, I, I tend to agree. I think, the, in general, the 2D Marios, uh, recent, the other recent ones, have well, they've missed the mark, but they really did nothing. I think they're just
0: a bit stale, right? Yeah, just they a bit just...
2: stale, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, Wonder really added a bit of Wonder back into that franchise, you know, really gorgeous visuals and animations and added uh, yeah. things that, you know, every level has this kind of maybe a gimmick or, or something Weird going gimmick. for it. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that just makes really enjoyable uh, and even even someone you know that enjoyed the classics uh you know you can pick up a controller and you know the jump button you know the run button you know the shoot button so they're taking what people know from these games but they've also kind of added in this really really uh nice new ways to play and you know gameplay tweaks and other things so um yeah
0: cool yeah no i, I, like I definitely it. agree i've i've been really enjoying it uh, we've I've actually been playing it with Mia, which has been really fun. Oh, so
2: really, do. Yeah. yeah. So Mia who doesn't does really go play to, video who games. Who's your go-to characters, Cap? Who are the two? Uh,
0: well, Mia's been play. playing Yoshi because Yoshi's like the invulnerability doesn't get hurt um, character, right? So that's the good thing about this game is you can have various skill levels approach it and not feel like you're completely kind of out of sync. So... You know, Mar- uh, Mia can play as you know the 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 invulnerability character, uh, and kind of you know have a bit more um, leeway uh, in the game. You still fall down holes and stuff like that. So if you do, it's um, you know it, it you will sort of perish and require um, help from your friend. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's been really good. I think it's it's really approachable um, as as far as a Mario game goes, and I think just. You know, as a new gamer uh, in her kind of caliber, I guess, Seeing uh, a Mario game like this with such unique visuals and, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, uh, level aesthetics and little gimmicks, you know, like little. um I remember we were doing one particular level where we got the Wonder Seed, which, uh, well, not the. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Is it the one, Wonder Flower or some shit that makes the level go all crazy? Crazy,
2: yeah, yep. Wonder Fruit. Yeah, or Whatever. Wonder Flower. Wonder, or the like Wonder like, Fruit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, the wonder fruit. So you get the wonder fruit and then um, we're suddenly having to like use these little lights to sort of mark our way and figure out where we we're going. And I think like she was quite compelled by the way the level was structured. And it was really cool to see that from like yeah. of someone who just sees this shit all the time. And I was like, oh, that's a nice, neat gimmick. But me, I was like, this is beautiful. Like, wow, look at this level. Like, yeah. Um. so it was really cool to kind of experience that as well. So I guess the accessibility for this game is is huge for me to the point where I'm able to kind of share that experience with my wife who never really does play video games at all and she's having quite a good time. She is finding certain things stressful, like when we're doing like the racing levels and stuff like that. She's like, fucking hell Yeah, you've fucking, got to run. I'm with you guys. <laughs> hell.
2: Like, I can imagine like, you' saying that, eh? Oh, man, she's
0: trying to hold the run button and also jump at the same time. And she's like, I can't do both at the same time. I was like, man, just hold down the Y button and press the B. She's like, but how do you do both at the same time? And I was like, just press that and then use the back of your thumb. And she was like, holy shit. It's <laughs> it's just famous. like all these little like micro things that you realize you do as a gamer that are just not things that people yeah. realize you can do when they have just come into a video game. It's it's wild. So Mm. Yeah. Look, honestly, like I think I think the the little gimmicks per level uh, are really wonderful as well. It, you know, obviously, again, excuse the pun, we will keep using it over and over again. Um, but just really fantastical. Like you you encounter a certain new enemy or something, and then they become the crux of that level. Yeah. You know, whether they're freaking singing a massive song or you know they're stampeding across the the level once you get the the wonder fruit. Um, yeah, it's just it's a really unique take on the mario franchise and i guess the 2d platformer in general and it's it's a it's a real treasure i think in a lot of ways it's it's um i've been really impressed i I agree
2: cap and i want to add a couple of things to your great synopsis of the game the first one is um the use of of music interacting with the environments and particularly things on the beat really surprised me out of the box i think there's a level in the first world where all the piranha plants are singing to the beat, yeah. and as the beat yeah. kind of goes, the um, pipes are moving up and down with the beat and yeah. doing different things. And you know, like the development work to write the music, sync like it all up, and sync it yeah. all up, and have it play good. It's almost like a um, a rhythm game in some sections, and I just think it was <laughs> yeah, so wrong. so well done. I thought that was really cool. Um, and the other thing around the difficulty cap is, you know, the game's not particularly difficult, but uh, I never felt like I was just breezing through it and pissing through it because yeah. I'm trying to 100% it and there would always be something hidden somewhere in the level that you would need to go and find, whether it's down a pipe yeah. or you need to like, you know, hit a hidden block somewhere or do something. And I think that that kind of, they've done a really good job at balancing the difficulty with um, finding little hidden Easter eggs and stuff in the game to to keep you really explore, exploring the level as a whole. So. Um, yeah. Oh, look, I agree with the review and I think it's a it's a great game. I'm looking forward to finishing it cap and then potentially maybe doing a little uh very casual <clears throat> speed run of this game. I reckon it'll be really fun, you know. Yeah because the way that you progress through the worlds is you need a certain number of flowers to unlock the entry to the next world. So it'd be cool to kind of I'm not gonna go metagame this and look into the actual pathway. I would actually quite like to Figure it figure out, out myself and, you know, yeah. come up with a couple of strats and uh, just give it a bit of a whirl. So obviously this has actually been a really hot speedrun game. A lot of the Twitch streamers are giving this a good crack and working their way through.
0: But Any idea what the current finish clear time is? Um,
2: dude, there is some insane strats. I don't know if you've seen them on Twitch, but uh, on Twitter, but no. there's a couple where people are using like the speedrun uh, thing where you can run a bit extra far uh, further faster whatever it is but you can actually use that off the off an edge and you would use the speed run you'll be going parallel to the edge off the edge on top of that you can shoot a bubble in front of you activate the speed run and jump and land on the bubble and blow another one and you can perpetually propel yourself through a level by jumping on the bubble <laughs> using the speed the run. <laughs> <laughs> so it's made for some really crazy like pathing of certain levels. Dude, it's going that to is be crazy. Oh, it's gonna be nuts. Like, you know, people are really um getting into it. I'm not sure the time off the top of my head. I think I was watching Grand Pooh World Grand Pooh Bear a couple of weeks ago, like nearly on release and he was finishing it within an hour or an hour and a bit for hundred percent. Wow. So I don't know. But it's a pretty big yeah. game though, Cap, isn't it? Like you no know, I've been <laughs> pretty it, big hitting it pretty hard and I'm in World Three yeah. or something. So
0: but I do like I the the variation between, you know, they have the more structured levels and then they'll have like some little checkpointy things where you're just doing some little sort of single um, screen stuff kind of generally or like a challenge thing um and you're kind of earning your badges and stuff like that it's yeah i just think it's really well put together but i I will i'll definitely um join you on that sentiment of the difficulty not being like particularly hard or anything but i just find it to be incredibly satisfying a lot of the stuff i'm doing because that's the thing i don't again like you said i don't feel like i'm breezing through. I feel like I'm actually able to enjoy the levels and actually probably also because I am slowing down a little bit little bit because I'm playing with Mia, I'm probably appreciating the levels a little bit more for what they have to offer and yeah. those little moment-to-moment stuff as well. So so a really yeah. w- unique way to play the game for me. And, I'm, uh, it, you know, it kind of makes me really look forward to when Ted finally picks up a controller um, and you know me and him start getting through some some video games as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, Super Mario Wonder definitely worth a crack if you are kind of you know looking to dip your toes in. But um, yeah, I don't think this is one I'd sleep on if you are a two D kind of platforming aficionado uh, and you're kind of umming and ari about this one. It's it's definitely worth your time. I think um, ultimately it's yeah just a just a bit of a cracker. Now one thing I will say, Grizz, is uh, we know that the Super Mario Wonder voice actor is obviously no longer charles martinet uh and we know that it's a bloke called kevin afghani uh now right uh, okay so, so we
2: do know that that's come out has it we'll ask that, that has that been, been
0: yes yeah, so i mean mm. been known for a little bit now but i think basically you know alongside the release um kevin kind of came out and said hey i'm the voice actor so he's not so not got that big of a um, like a voice acting history, like the the voice acting stuff on their kind of IBM or IMDb, sorry, uh, goes back as about as as far as 2020, um, and then they've done a little bit of um, Dragon Ball um, stuff. Uh, they 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 recorded something in um, in Dragon Ball. Uh, wow. They did. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much the only oh, Genshin Impact as well, there was some Genshin Impact stuff as well, uh, but apart from that, there's some random shit in there uh, and yeah, and then suddenly they're the voice actor of Mario, which I feel like it's quite a jump for the <laughs> um, very small amount on your voice acting record, but anyways. Dude, um, I wonder what yeah.
2: his paycheck is doing that, like I wonder whether that's like his, he's just absolutely killing it now,
0: right? Like- yeah, well, I, I, I doubt it <laughs> I don't know if voice actors actually make a shitload of money. Um, maybe if they are a, a Charles Martinet, but I feel like the Mario, uh, you know, the Mario hat's going to be worn by a fair few different actors from now on. I can't imagine it just being a singular kind of Charles Martinet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: you know, character. So I think, I I don't know, It's I think it's actually pretty hard to make a reasonable crust as a VA unless, you know, again, you're a Charles Martin now, you're a Matt Mercer kind of um, character and you're able to command some pretty significant sums. Um, There's like, I think there's a massive amount of voice actors out there on the market uh, and then, yeah, you know, you have your standouts. So um, I think, yeah, pretty hard to make a bit of spondulis. So, but anyways, we know it's, uh, we know that Kevin Afghani um, uh, recorded the voices for Mario and Luigi in the most recent, uh, the most recent, mm. uh, what do you call it? Most oh, recent uh, Super Mario game, Super yep. Mario Wonder. So there you go. Um, cool. But yeah, so go and check it out if you haven't already. It's It's a fucking cracker. Now, Very Chris. Yes. Xbox four days ago held a partner preview where they offered a bunch of insights and trailers and bits and pieces for uh, games that are coming to Xbox in, I guess, the next six months or so. Uh, And, yeah, we saw a bunch of shit. Um, Some of the stuff I'm just going to kind of quickly touch on, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, just sort of um, very briefly. Uh, We saw a open beta uh, trailer for the finals. Now, that is... Uh, The Battlefield, uh, ex-Battlefield devs have come together to create like a game show shooter where you Mm. go in as teams of, you know, ex-players and you're on this kind of like game show um, FPS thing and the level is all kind of falling apart around you and you're also blowing things up and looks kind of wild. I think people are pretty excited for this particular kind of FPS multiplayer shooter thing. but, yeah, the destructible environments are like the the main attraction for this, I guess. So um, that's pretty interesting. We also saw a bunch of uh, trailers for indie games that we had already seen and knew were coming. Uh, we got a look at Dungeons of Hinterburg, uh, which is like a kind of, I don't know, almost like a Wind Waker um, cel-shaded um, I guess, roguelike dungeon looking thing. Uh, also saw Spirit of the North 2, uh, a game called Ak- Akaro Will Not Die uh, yep. and a bunch of other shit. There's a cool one there called Manor Lords*, which was kind of like a, I don't know, like an RTS, Um, you know, RTS kind of top-down freaking uh, medieval game where you you have a bunch of peasants and you you get them all fired up and go and fight other people with peasants uh, and <laughs> yes yeah, so that's that's a fucking Look, banger one game that I thought you'd really like Grizz uh, still wakes the deep
2: so that's the one that I wanted to quickly pull out of this lot yeah. and quickly talk about so this is uh, arriving early 2024 but this essentially is a first-person kind of horror game. Uh, It's by the devs who have done some other titles that we know, uh, like Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines, Amnesia, and a couple of others. But this game, the setting is set in an offshore oil rig. Yeah. And it looks very interesting. Like, you know, not a setting that you usually see, but obviously pick yourself out in the middle of the ocean, huge big structure. And uh, I feel like it's a
0: perfect setting for something like this though, Grizz, right? Because like, i can't think of anything worse than being stuck out on a rig like this in this particular, like, you know, um, setting, Mm. (laughs) I guess. Horror, firstly. (laughs) Crumbling around you, secondly. Middle of the ocean. Like, yeah, Yeah. it sounds fucked. Yeah, but it
2: looks pretty cool. And uh, based on what they've put out before, I think that could be something to keep an eye on for sure. I will say the trailer doesn't give a whole heap cap. In fact, you don't see any baddies in there at all. It's just
0: noises of yeah, We hear of baddies a lot of screams in, yeah, them, screams out in and, the thing and, yeah, you know, and little jump scare kind of things breaking and um, it, I, I'm getting Lovecraftian vibes. Me too, uh, yeah. And, top. yeah, but it looks really cool. I'm pretty keen to give this a crack. I can definitely see myself shitting my pants though. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks full Absolutely. on. <clears throat> now, we also got a preview into Arc 2, which is the next stage of you know what ark is now i mean honestly if you put if if you showed me that trailer um i probably almost certainly couldn't have told you that that game was not the original ark game cuz i can't even remember what the first one was and mm-hmm. it fucking looked exactly the same i don't know if there's new features or anything but i'm sure people who like the ark games are probably really excited or All maybe not it. i don't know yeah yep. um but it looked pretty fucking straightforward uh same old shit uh, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They've also got a Robocop game coming out, Chris, and that actually looked, like, pretty decent. Um, Does it look good?
2: Yeah, I didn't look at that trailer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it definitely looks like uh, they're pulling on the kind of, what was that, like, 90s action, like, um, 90s, 80s action, um, you know, movie kind of thing with the really cheesy, uh, you know, voice lines and stuff like that, Uh, you know, little quips between the bad guy and the good guy. Um, But, yeah, I think they really nailed the kind of RoboCop thing. Uh, You know, RoboCop just looks like a completely um, emotionally devoid thing. I I feel like they
2: haven't um, leveraged off RoboCop, you know, in modern media. It was massive when I was younger, but I had two older brothers that were right into it and used to watch it. But, you know, we haven't seen... It'd be great. I mean, I reckon it's a, it's a
0: great story. Did they try idea. and do a uh, – I feel like they tried to do a, a Robocop know. movie recently-ish, and it, I don't think it went amazingly. But, um, mm. yeah, I, I think this I think this looks like a really good take on on that whole Robocop franchise. And uh, I, I I don't know. I guess the, the proof will be, you know, is it more compelling beyond just the gunfighting uh, and the moment-to-moment stuff? And, you know, is the – you know, is there a reasonable amount of story behind it, or is it yeah. you just literally running through and shooting punks and and um, and shit? But it looked, it, you know, it, it looked pretty good. Um, so yeah, I guess time will tell. See what it mm-hmm. kind of looks mm-hmm. like. Um, now we got some other shit. The Alan Wake two trailer came out, and we'll get to that later. Actually, so we'll leave that one for now. Okay. But yeah, the big thing, the big yeah. fucking thing that we got from this was a first in engine look at the Metal Gear Solid three remake. Or Metal Gear Solid fucking Triangle, I think they're calling it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Triangle head. Yeah. Triangle head. Yeah. Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid Triangle head. Uh, they, they showed us some footage um, of Snake crawling through the mud. Um, he walks right past an alligator and the alligator didn't even flinch. Delta. Um, That's it. Delta. Sorry. Delta. I prefer triangle. Okay. (laughs) 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 Metal Gear Solid, three sided shape. Uh, so yeah, anyways, you you, you get a really good look at it. Uh, it looks, it looks really nice. Um, I think I wasn't really that impressed by it in all honesty. I I, I thought it was fine. Um, I don't think the environments were like insanely detailed or anything. They just look really nice and, um,
2: yeah. Like, so, I don't just know. to just to put this into perspective, if you haven't heard about this before, so this is a remake of the fifth main line game in the series, Metal Gear Solid yes. Three: Snake Eater. Um, but apparently, chronologically, in its timeline, it's the first. Yeah, it's the well, first. Now, well, now, is Cap, the first. Um, you're onto something with this. I think so, so, Pete. So there is actually uh, there is actually people that think this is a bit of a worrying trailer for a remake yeah. for this game. People aren't quite. Totally stoked by it. Um, Commentary is the game looks pretty good. Water ripples look great. The physics look great. The grass, the trees all look modern, next gen. Um, But people have some issues around the lack of uh, the stealth mechanics and some of the combat because this is an in-game trailer, but you actually don't see any combat in there. Um, Snake has never seen firing a shot never seen performing close uh, quarter takedowns, interrogating enemies or the stealth mechanics, which were all cornerstones of this particular uh, game. I will
0: say there is one takedown that is done. It's not completed in the trailer but i don't yeah. know i mean maybe they go for a trailer as if you were the receiving end of snake's dastardly infiltration and technically if that was the case you would never see him you would never hear him fire <laughs> a shot and you would never see him take you down because well, be well, well, they
2: say this here cap the one time snake actually does perform a combat maneuver grappling that one soldier at the beginning. It plays an awkward animation and a dull thud, and the trailer cuts away before anything else interesting happens. So who knows? This might be their take at trying to give people suspense, but there is definitely a group of diehard Metal Gear Solid fans that have gone, ooh, uh, we want to see some more of the mechanics that have made people fall in love with this game.
0: So, yeah i'm not too sure when we're supposed to expect this video game um i'd imagine probably not even next year I, well do you know what based on the the trailer i'd hope not next year maybe it needs a bit more time in the oven but if they just kind of wanted to give us a bit more hype which you know tends to be the case for a lot of these trailers they just want to get people going oh my god it's coming um yeah i i just thought it was okay uh you know we didn't even see any of the the bosses from meta gear solid 3 like some of those bosses are super iconic like the fucking old man that has bees, like bee man. I can't remember what his name is, but he just, he just controls bees, which is just so (laughs) sick. Um, and so we didn't see him. Um, we didn't see, uh, like big Boss's mentor, um, lady boss, I can't remember what her name is. I, it's been so long since I played this game, but, um, I, I have very fond memories of it and, uh, yeah, I, I think for this, I'm, I'm hoping for more. Um and I would kind of almost wish they didn't even fucking post this. You know, honestly, <laughs> I'd probably do I'd rather yeah, just right. live in happy solitude knowing that it's coming eventually. And um, Someone's always yeah, going to complain about
2: something, Cap, let's be honest. Hey, um, it's question, probably me. Question, you know? though. It's probably going to be Cap, me. Question. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. This is a Unreal Engine 5 game. Have we had many releases using 5 Engine yet, or is this going to be one of those? Yeah.
0: We've had fucking shitloads. Um, shit Unreal loads? engine five games. Yeah, mate. Absolutely. Um, what do we got so far? Fucking L these are, uh, we've had lots, surely. We've had lots. Uh, can't okay. I can't I can't I don't know any off the top of my head, but um mm. I'm just I've just typed it in and I can't see any <laughs> that uh <laughs> well, <laughs> well, this is
2: Unreal Engine five. So um yeah. I mean look, the water graphics
0: looks Fantastic. Someone in chat tell me games that have oh hang on. All games conferred to be no, I I don't fucking know. Well, I I tell you what is, uh Fortnite <laughs> is used to Fortnite, be. Fortnite, that's right. Fortnite. had that they had that new uh, new stuff um, that you can do. Yeah, so look, there's there's definitely a bunch. So um yeah, so anyways, look, I thought it was yeah, it was okay. Um go you guys go and have a look for yourselves and let us know in our Discord server. Um yep. you can go and find that on ogr.show. Let us know what you thought about the trailer. Um yeah, average. Um the crocodile looked cool. So did the snakes. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so that was the um the partner preview. Pretty much everything they had to to offer. They also had some stuff for uh like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, which is coming soon um with some new mini games shit or some something i don't know um but regardless lots of stuff coming to xbox i feel like um i don't know with the more recent kind of like xbox stuff that's happened recently with akb i feel like there's a bit of like kind of a bit of a rumble with just xbox pushing out some you know like trailers and shit just trying to get the you know the hype around hey by the way we have games coming and we make games um which i don't know i think is is great so it's good to good to see and feel now grizz post microsoft activision king blizzard buyout um we've had our good friend mr philip spencer um jumping on a podcast and talking all things video gaming uh and just kind of just getting into the nitty-gritty on what's going on with the buyout post buyout i guess uh, and what that means for game pass what that means for maybe some old ips uh, etc um the takeaway from all this is basically that they are very much going to be looking at old ips uh and you know seeing what they can do with them effectively so that's nice to hear because i don't know you you quite often I feel like when you don't have a parent company like maybe someone like Microsoft pushing you to maybe try out some of your old IP, IPs, maybe you're going to be hyper risk averse and not try them out. So maybe we'll see some Lost Vikings soon, Grizz.
2: Maybe we will. There's actually I was actually interested about this card, a bit of a read this afternoon, but it's interesting how he's talking about it as well because obviously Blizzard were in hot water around some of their remakes, mainly the Warcraft ones that weren't particularly good trying to bring those out of the, out of the vault, but um, he's kind of, Spencer's kind of saying that uh, he's not keen on cash grabs. I want to make sure that when we go back to visit uh, something, we do that with our complete ability not just create something for financial gain or a PR announcement and not deliver. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. coming from who knows? Hey, Kat, but-
0: it's a nice sentiment, but I, I think ultimately that's why you go to your old IPs is because realistically they are cash grabs. Yeah. Um, you know, the reason, okay, yes, <clears throat> it's very... Like, I, I do think Phil Spencer's heart is in the right place all the time, but these companies... Go back to these <laughs> old IPs because they're super fucking low risk hmm. and you can easily put them out. People will fucking buy them regardless of quality. And we've seen that happen time and time again and get excited about them. Whereas yep. you, you do a new IP, you do a brand new game, it can be maybe difficult to kind of get that IP and people hyped for it etc um even some new games it might be hard to get people hyped for it if the features aren't as people had hoped or wanted uh so yeah i I mean look ultimately i think yes i think phil spencer is the kind of guy that probably does mean that but underneath all that uh, a bunch of other fucking suited knobs that work at at these companies (laughs) and don't believe or agree with phil spencer they'd be going we're totally doing it for these reasons and that is exactly why we wish to do it is for the money. So and that's fine. It's that fine. I get it. That's if business. I had a
2: wish list and I'd be interesting to hear yours, but there's actually some um, Blizzard games that truly were a like a piece of my, um, you know, very early gaming times back on some of the retro consoles. One of those was Rock and Roll, rock and roll Racing, which Jim has brought up in chat. That'd be yep. a, a sick remake, which is kind of like this top-down car racing game that had a banging soundtrack. I think they had um um oh what was the band uh Paranoid by Black Sabbath was like one of the title tracks on it.
0: Oh dude sick.
2: But also they had there's another game called Blackthorn which was this stealth like shooter. Um uh it's very hard to explain but you could kind of like hide yourself in any location and the enemies would walk past you and then as they're walking away from you, you could duck out and shoot them and stuff, but it was just really well made. And it was a, a rogue, a, a uh, what's a Metroidvania Rogue-like. cap? Metroidvania. <laughs> so you kind of work your way yeah. through. So, you know, just, uh, this is just ideas. Me talking about their, their retro library that hasn't been touched in decades, that potentially is open slather now for remakes and remasters and things that could be um, pretty cool. Oh, then dude. maybe, what about the, what about the first Starcraft games cap? We've got those as well. That could potentially be, <laughs>
0: oh dude absolutely i think like man there's so much shit i mean there's even like you know old activision ips and games that we could potentially see come back like you know what about uh maybe like a pitfall or something like that you know you ever yeah. play the old pitfall games you know those mm. were crackers i remember playing those as a kid doing um oh fucking hell i think it might have been playstation from memory but i can't quite remember exactly which um which game those ones came out on Pitfall. Harry, I think the bloke's name was, but those were, those were bangers. There was like later Pitfall games as well um, that came out, uh, which were really great. Um, but I, honestly, again, I think I'd like to see Lost Vikings, like another take on Lost Vikings could be great, uh, but maybe even just redo Lost Vikings, yeah. Warcraft, RTS, the original, you know, do that one from, um, from the ground up, uh, do a, do a brandy take Vikings? on that.
2: Is that where you had, like, a couple of different Vikings you could swap between and, like, you had to yeah, do stuff?
0: Yeah, So you'd have to, like, you'd, you'd swap between the three different Vikings and one of the Vikings had axes that he could use. The other That's Viking right. had a shield. And I can't remember what the other Viking did, but um, he was, like, the brains, I guess. Uh, so he could do something else. And you'd have to use those three... And you'd switch between them to get through different levels and, you know, that you'd use one, like the guy with the shield, you could walk across his shield so you could use him to close gaps. And then, <laughs> yeah, um, right. you know, it, Gee, it was it's probably at the like
2: start was... of games like Trine and those kind of things that had No, it absolutely mechanics. was. Yeah, yeah. The,
0: that's where the roots comes from for sure. Like that idea of switching between the three characters to traverse through um, things. So you're 100% correct on that. Like that's where it all came from. So um, Jim in chat saying Olaf was defensive, Balrog was offensive, and Eric was fast and could jump. That's right. Yeah, I remember cool. that. Yeah, right. yeah. There was a, um, a homage to those three characters in uh, one of the new World of Warcraft dungeons, which was actually a uh, take on an old dungeon. I can't remember the exact dungeon name off the top of my head, but, yeah, there was like there's a boss fight where you literally fight the lost Vikings, and they are those three blokes. Um, in one of the dungeon fights, which is really fucking rad. So, yeah, really cool. You know, this could be um, really
2: refreshing yeah. for uh, for Blizzard devs too, you know? Like, feel like oh, it might, might give yeah. it a bit more of a license to, to, to be creative again, pulling maybe some yeah. of those titles out of the, uh, and division <coughs> two. Yeah. And, and, you know, it kind of, it's interesting to see where we it may end up and what we'll see. And they're talking about yeah. it, Cap, and that's the important thing, you know, get talk about these old IPs, have a chat about yeah. it. You know, Phil's talking get people about excited. It.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, alongside all that as well, Grizz, he did also mention that uh, we probably won't be seeing a lot of the games that we're hoping and expecting to find on Game mm. Pass anytime soon. Probably not till well until next year. Um, yeah. Your Call of Duties and uh, even stuff like um, I think you know, kind of alluded to things like World of Warcraft, etc. Uh, we don't know how or when we'll see. Uh, these games on Xbox Game Pass, so um, yeah, if you're expecting these games on Game Pass anytime soon, I would probably stoke those fires and uh, you know, reevaluate towards the end uh, of this year, start of next year. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Now, one thing I did see as well, Grizz, is uh, <clears throat> we had some um, sort of stats come out about Game Pass, um, which kind of followed, I guess, the uh, uh, I don't know the compensation targets and stuff for Microsoft's current CEO who makes an obscene amount of money and, yeah, um, unfortunately, didn't hit his target this year in the Game Pass sector, which I'm sure everyone's really, really, really sad about. Uh, yeah. But regardless, uh, we kind of got a better idea of what Microsoft aims for Game Pass were and are, and well, there is it's, some it's, amounts.
2: It's a quite ridiculous cap what their <coughs> yeah. actual goals were, and just some of the statistics on this. So um, they saw a 0.7 growth in revenue, um, which I guess isn't a heap, but the goal for revenue was 4.4 percent. Um and they yeah they achieved a twenty-eight percent Game Pass growth, but they were targeting CAP a seventy-three percent growth in Game Pass, yeah. which like
0: <clears throat> which you know. seems like an obscene amount. Uh at least for me. I mean, I don't know how fucking business works at this level, and I don't know what people actually realistically should be chasing, but that seems like a lot. I think the zero point seven percent revenue increase mm. Uh, that doesn't surprise me because they've only just recently upped their pricing from the, you know, play Xbox Game Pass games for a dollar for the first however long months. And I think people were all absolutely probably making a shitload of accounts and just, well, you I know.
2: thought um, Game Pass was losing money for a while. So the fact that they're actually making, uh, yeah you know, profit now, I don't know. Um yeah. <laughs>
0: it was interesting regardless um i, I think it gives you a, it gives you a better idea of what these com- it kind of gave me square enix vibes uh where you know square yeah. enix narrative is always like yeah it didn't perform as well as we thought and it's like they've sold millions and millions and millions of copies <laughs> and it's like oh okay so what, what were you guys hoping to sell exactly <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Now, combining with similar news, Grizz Pete yep. Hines, uh, beloved, uh, well, I don't know if he's beloved, but he was one of the uh, oh god, I don't, what was his uh, what was his uh, main role there? Head of publishing at Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is leaving Bethesda to go and do something else. He didn't really quite specify what, but he's uh, he's not sticking around. Uh, so you may remember pete from a lot of the early e3 kind of play demos for bethesda i remember when bethesda first started to do their own kind of conference stuff at e3 uh pete hines was always one of the main you know alongside todd howard uh, those kind of guys one of the main big personalities at these events and uh yeah the fact that he's retiring is uh i don't know kind of like a I feel like we've kind of hit this generational thing at the moment, Grizz, where we are seeing mm. a lot of devs of this caliber and, um, I don't know, um, Republicans. Cap has and- been
2: there for 24 years. And, yeah. you know, one, of the, one yeah. of the leading executives behind the Elder Scrolls games, Fallout, and as well as Starfield. And um, yeah. one of the articles you linked was an interesting read because they were talking about how now yeah, that Starfield is kind of wrapped up, um they reckon that a lot of the senior execs have worked through such a large game that it's almost like oh now's my time to retire it's like your last game of football you know or you know yeah. your last big game you've played a season of soccer or whatever it is and you're getting a bit older that you you know yeah. you, you ha- hang the towel up and um pass it over yeah. to younger devs but yeah, interesting. Like it never ends
0: though, right, Grizz? especially when you uh, work for a company like Bethesda where your time between sequels is fucking insane, may yeah. I say. Mm. Um, you know, you're looking at 10 plus years per game almost at the moment. I mean, when, when what was Skyrim? Skyrim's like 10 13 years or something stupid. Um, maybe Pav might be able to get me that exact statistic, uh, that exact year of Skyrim's release date. No, you can't do that. His fingers are broken. <laughs> it's impossible. Um, Impossible. Um, but yeah, I, f- I feel like it's 100% right because otherwise, I mean, you know, even the release date between um, Fallout 4, you know, probably one of their major, um, you know, last big RPG experiences between then and now, that's a significant amount of time, right? Uh, and then, you know, you've p- presumably eventually going to have Elder Scrolls um, 6 on the horizon knows fucking when? It seems like every time we hear a rumbling of it, it's like, yeah, you probably won't be seeing that game for at least five years, and we <laughs> hear that every time. So it's like five yeah. years in the future all the time. Every time you think of it, it's five years again, five years again. So um November two thousand and eleven. So yeah, what's that? Twelve years. That's a long time, man. That's that's a lot of years for video games to be in development um, at a time. So yeah, uh, I mean, I think you'll probably see Todd Howard. I mean. I would think Todd Howard won't leave Bethesda until the next Elder Scrolls game comes out. I think for him that would be probably too difficult to to let go, but I suppose it also depends on what state Elder Scrolls is in because if he doesn't presume that the game is going to be coming out before he probably wants to retire, maybe he will. But yeah. I imagine he'd probably be there for that.
2: I was actually... Yeah. So, Cap, I know you're already worried about Elder Scrolls, but, you know say if todd does depart before elder scrolls is released would you how would you be feeling about the release of that video game now that we've got peter hines yeah. and todd leaving
0: in all honesty dude i think um, Bethesda's not even remotely in the same caliber as what they used to be and i think the uh, the free passes we gave bethesda uh, back in the day because video games were in a certain spot. And I think in terms of RPGs, they could get away with being a little bit janky and um, kind of rough around the edges and the the whole Bethesda jank and and third party uh, mod marketplaces helped to support those games a lot. I think games have changed immensely. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it soon, but uh, Starfield's done really well, but um, I don't think Bethesda needs these guys anymore. Mm. people are still willing to play these RPGs despite, I mean, in my um, very um, illustrious, and important opinion uh, that everyone should listen to, cause it's really important. Um, the game fucking sucks. Uh, you know, Ultimately, <laughs> um, it's it's fucking. We're going to clip that like,
2: for the TikTok again, and just about to annoy all the Bethesda fans <laughs> yeah. again,
0: Matt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I, I just feel like it's kind of low effort, honestly, and like what they've yeah. produced is just not even close to other similar RPG experiences. And they just get the Bethesda, you know, big thumbs up from all the fanboys. No worries, it's a great game, but it's not really. Um, it's it's a very unfortunate, um, you know, shadow of itself. I think these days Bethesda, uh, and I really hope that they can do something special for Elder Scrolls 6, but I doubt it. I really doubt it. I can't really... S- Based on what I've seen recently, <clears throat> I, f- I feel like even Skyrim for me was a bit of a disappointment after having played Morrowind and um, Oblivion. And I'm going to sound like such a wanker talking about this, but I honestly have always felt like this. See, Skyrim I fucking love water Skyrim, water cap,
2: but I modded yeah, the fuck know, out of it, it so fine. it was quite it different. Was fine.
0: <laughs> it was fine. But I feel yeah. like it, it was really watered down Like from when we had older Experiences. It was kind of like um, if you, uh, I I mean, a lot of people probably prefer older D and D rule sets for you know reasons being they're a little bit more archaic and um, a little bit more funky. Whereas the you know slowly over time the rule sets get a little bit easier to consume as a player because you want to onboard as many players as possible. And I feel like I've seen that in the Bethesda approach to making video games. Um, Look, I don't know. How do I feel about it, Grizz? (laughs) Who fucking cares? You know, yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to really enjoy another Bethesda game honestly. So it doesn't bother me. Um yeah, we'll see what happens.
2: we're fucking zoomers, mate. We're playing Mario now, you know?
0: Yeah, we are zo- we're, we're busy. We're busy eating fucking wonder fruit and <laughs> tripping balls. So That's
2: it.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. But anyways, there you go. Um now back to that little um nugget of information, Grizz. Uh Starfield is selling a shitload of copies like it is it is wild so they um starfield was the best-selling game of september instantly becoming seventh best-selling game of 2023 year to date now that doesn't sound amazing um but uh it ranked as the best-selling title um of the month across both xbox and pc um, and then on PC being its lead sales platform. Now, the interesting thing is like this game was on Game Pass for free. So the fact that it sold a shitload of titles, that's kind of wild.
2: Yeah, that's pretty nuts, isn't it? Have you had a look at that? Did you ever look at the actual leaderboard cap for the year? Because it's No, who's on top? Cr- it's pretty crazy. Hogwarts Legacy on top. Yep. And to Talk, And then Madden NFL. And then Diablo 4.
0: Dude. I wait, what? But I can't is, even see fucking um Boulder's gate on here. Is that? That is kind of crazy. Well,
2: it's this is the thing though. So it's between January and the 30th of September. When did Boulder's gate come out?
0: Uh, good question. Um a few months ago. So like
2: yeah, so I don't know. So it's, it's I mean I, I'd love to see it towards the end of the year and and see how
0: many copies across. The dude, Elden rings. Ring is on the list. Did that come yeah, out this year? Elden that Ring's
2: was... on the fucking list. No, was that last year. Yeah, that was last. That, that was fucking. That's more than a year ago now. Surely, Elden Ring's old news, isn't it? Remnant Elden... 2's on there as well. Even Dead Space is on
0: there. Elden Ring release date. Am I an idiot? I feel like. Yeah, it was last year. That is wild, dude. That it's still in there. That is crazy shit. Yeah. Um, okay, that's mental. Now it's February last year. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, look, ultimately, um, yeah, um wild. Starfield sold a lot of copies, despite mm-hmm. my opinion of it, again, which is very important. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Um, all right, Grizz, moving along. Um Lord of the Rings, Golem, um, presumably everyone's worst game <laughs> of the year, yeah. has been officially kicked off his perch it by has. a much worse game. <laughs> Called, what is this game fucking called? Skull Island Rise of Kong. So, <laughs> so this is a King this Kong game, received game. Seriously, it's a King Kong game. Yeah, fucking go and look and it up.
2: Go and have a look at it. It is like, yeah. it is like a bad PlayStation 1 game. That's what yeah. it looks like.
0: Yeah, but it's-, it's, like, really bad. It almost, it what it reminds me of, Grizz, is because when you go and watch clips of this, and people will hopefully go and watch clips of this if you haven't seen it already, but the game barely looks playable, firstly. But secondly, the animations are, like, someone has just whacked these together from, like, You know, I don't know if people remember the old and YouTube days of Gary's mod uh, fucking animations and stuff, but it reminds me of that where the animations are really kind of off kilter and just very, very (laughs) amateur uh, and they look horrific. Um, Yeah, the eyes and stuff of him
2: look so bad. Now, Cap, I've pulled off some absolute classic. So this game has turned into a meme. People are giving it recommended but then just writing meme comments. And I've just got a couple here that I wanted to share with you because I thought they were funny. So uh, this guy recommends the game. He's got 0.2 hours on record. Very good. (laughs) I like the part when it tells me to use a key on my keyboard that I don't have. 10 out of 10.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Big fan of that.
2: Uh, Recommended. 5.2 hours played. Give this to people you genuinely hate. If they play this from start to finish, they'll have severe depression. Trust me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) unreal uh, yeah just, well anyways it is absolutely horrific definitely go and watch a, a little uh a little clip of it if you haven't seen it already apparently um there was some uh, stuff that came out later on down the track after it'd been out for a little while um suggesting that the game had only been in development for a year and boy does it show it looks like bargain bin fucking sh- shit is bad it it's, real it's bad. like
2: it's like 40 bucks or something as well unbelievable
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah not good at all um so there you go but uh but yeah anyways look that's the uh that's the quest log grizz well done now grizz I did it i gotta ask how's your gaming going mate
2: yo well i've been pretty busy cat but obviously we've talked about it a little bit my gaming's been going really good so i've been playing a lot of mario wonder um uh did a stream of that contemplating putting together a rough speed run but yeah, very enjoyable. Um, but also, Cap, I took my Switch away with me, and I have been banging Slay the Spire a lot.
0: Nice, man.
2: Kind of jump back, back into that when I don't feel like platforming. And um, yeah, I'm playing like the Ascension. So I'm I've got Ascension <laughs> 10 across all the characters now, and that is just a just a fantastic rogue Now, Cap.
0: what is what's the Ascension?
2: What's that? So the Ascension. Is basically NG plus for each of the characters, and the way it works Ah. is each time you beat the game, you play through it again. But they'll add something that makes it harder. So elites will hit harder. You earn less gold. You start off damaged. You etc. Things are more expensive, and you basically I I actually don't know when the ascension finishes. I think it might be twenty, maybe is the maximum, and then you can just work on tier um, forever. But it gets hard, man. It, like, uh, I, you know, I'm really beginning to feel the difficulty now uh, around the Ascension 10 for each of those. But just, just such a good roguelite game, something that's really simple, but um, you know, the, 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 the graphics isn't great. And I think that's what put me off that game for such a long time. But if you were listening to this and you've seen Slay the Spire and you go, oh, the graphics don't look great. Maybe this isn't for me. Um, the core gameplay mechanic in that game is just so well put together um hours of gameplay. It's on Switch as well, so works great on handheld, but yeah, just a really good just a really good game.
0: Totally well yeah good. man. You can't yeah, you definitely can't knock Slay the Spire. It's um yeah, just a consistently um well appreciated game by the gaming community and for good reason. I mean I feel like uh, since that game came out, there has not really been a card brawler since that's really yeah. hit the mark. Properly. Yeah, we had
2: that we had that one that came out that I played, which I've talked about on this Wild show. Wild Frost
0: called
2: Yeah. What's it called? Sorry, Cap. Spark Frost, is it? Is that what it is? Was or? it
0: Wild Frost or something? Wild
2: Frost. Wild Frost. And look, it tried to deliver what um Slay the Spire is, but just I don't know. It had probably better animations. It just didn't didn't quite hit the mark um, like Slayer the Spire did. Just the balancing in that game is they've just done such a good job. You know, each of the yeah. characters are so uh, unique and there's different ways you can win each run with each of those characters, and it's just a delight to play. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Big fan Um, of it as well. Cap, I also just wanted to quickly touch on uh, the Dota 2 International. Uh, The finals were played this morning. Uh, A winner has been touted. I won't spoil it for you. Uh, I did look it up. Um, Look, I want to go back and watch some of the finals games. I heard there were some really good ones in there, um, but being away over the weekend. Um, Cap, this is the first year in... I think it's like five or six years that I haven't uh, made a point of watching the Dota 2 finals. And I don't know whether that's saying something about the state of the game or the lack of prize pool or lack of hype or whether I uh, just didn't get hyped about it this year. but. Yeah, I mean, very unlike me, maybe it is a hype thing. I know that you also weren't feeling the hype this year This year around. Yeah,
0: oh, man, I don't know. I think, like, the approach to the battle pass just was kind of sad, um, if not maybe a little bit more financially controlled for once. Uh, but I, I just ultimately feel like people weren't really talking about it. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there was also, I, I also kind of...
2: Sorry, you go, interrupting you. I no, I was, just, I was All I was
0: going to say was just in our friendship circle, like normally there's a lot of hype and there just was kind of virtually none. Um, you know, Babies have certainly um, probably marred that a little bit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but true. on top of that, I, I still feel we generally made a fairly reasonable effort despite those kinds of life things. And I just don't think we're as hyped up this year. Uh, I, I can't quite put my finger on it, Grizz. I think it was a lot of issues that just kind of didn't really... Yeah. Even on my Twitter well.
2: though, like you know, I'm looking at that every day. I reckon I saw more uh around IEM and the CS two tournament than what I did around the Dota two international. Uh one of our uh listeners actually, Erish, is there. He is in Seattle. He is in Seattle and oh, watched the finals. Are you serious? Yeah, he's posted some photos in my Discord if you're in there if you want to have a look, but he was on the main stage watching that. So um Dude, that's so sick. It is cool. Yeah, and look. I hope that uh, maybe next year, maybe me be more hyped. It is my favorite eSport. But, yeah, this one kind of missed the boat on a little bit, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens next year. But, yeah, it just didn't really, uh, yeah. Normally, I get excited. I want to play Dota heaps. But I just I did didn't wasn't interested at all. Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe, uh, yeah, next year's a brand new year, Gris. That's so right. We'll see what it is.
2: Now, Kat, how's your gaming been going, mate? Talk me through it.
0: Bloody good, mate. I finished Cocoon. Um, I am going to say right now. yeah, Banger game. Absolute ripper. Um, It is one of the best puzzling games I've ever played in my life. Um, I love the aesthetic. I love the atmosphere that it gives. I love the way it um, approaches the main kind of gimmick of the puzzling that's involved. I don't want to say too much because discovery in that game, I think, is so important. Um, But the the, the polygraphics and the kind of sci-fi space thing that they've got going on, it just comes together in just such a fun, unique way that every time I did something new in there, I just thought, fuck, this is so well put together. Um, Definitely a game of the year contender for me. I mean, it's hard for an indie game of that scale to really kind of contend with something like Baldur's Gate 3, but it definitely deserves a stand on its own. It's such a fucking banger, um, and it's a real shame that people aren't talking about it more. Um, So I played that, and then I also spooled up Alan Wake 2. Uh, Oh. Never played Alan Wake Wake 1, uh, but I saw a review likening it to – Oh, fuck's sake. Twin Peaks, the TV show. Um, and I love Twin Peaks, big fan of Twin Peaks. Uh, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and watch a recap of of uh, Alan Wake 1, which I did uh, and got the, the, the story. Uh, and, yeah, Alan Wake 2 is very Twin Peaks uh, in really good ways but also not twin peaks in some good ways uh it's just a little bit weird um the town's a little bit weird things weird things are happening but it's probably a little it's well it's definitely a little bit more horrified um in the sense that not the game itself isn't horrified of things it has a horror elements um and, and I think those elements are really well put together. You you kind of are playing as this FBI agent that's kind of going to this town where these murders are happening and it's kind of following up the Alan Wake um, original game. Um, there's these rumors of this, you know, guy, Alan Wake, who went missing 10 years ago and how that all coalesces into the story. It's really good. Um, you know, you, there's a lot of, there's a, really big kind of crime solving aspect of it you know you 're finding these 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 murders and you're trying to figure out what 's happened by finding clues and then um, you're kind of trying to piece those clues together into a narrative and figure out what 's going on but um, but yeah so far i'm really enjoying my time with it um, graphically really nice uh, it's um, really well structured in terms of i guess just the the game design elements of you finding. Uh, you know the 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 murder, and then having to go and find the clues, and then you kind of you know meeting people and having a uh, interviewing them, and you know adding those clues to your clue board and stuff. Um, yeah, it's got a, it's got a really good vibe. So far. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I was actually quite hooked last night when I started playing it. I didn't really want to go to bed, but. Um, you know, as a uh, father, as a one-year-old, I have Cat. to go to bed. Are you Steam uh, so, yeah.
2: Decking this, mate, or how are you choosing to play? No,
0: it's on Epic Games Store, so I've been playing it on my PC. And right. probably for the best, I think uh, a game like this, it's better to play on a bigger screen so you can shoot your pants a bit um, easier. <laughs> uh, nice. And, yeah, so it's been good. Um, really enjoying my time with it. Definitely getting the Twin Peaks vibe. It's not, mm. it's not like... It's not like an exact kind of Twin Peaks replica, but there's just certain elements of the story that are very Twin Peaks. It's like in an old logging town, and you know there's things happening there, and people are saying weird shit in the town. And you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And you know,
1: <laughs> right. just like things like that.
0: And, yeah, it, it's really. It's I think they've done a really good job. It's it's reviewing really well as well. Um, you know, especially for a game that. I guess uh, the issue with Alan Wake 2, I think, is um, one thing I will say is if you have not played Alan Wake 1 or you haven't watched a very serious recap of Alan Wake 1 and its DLCs and other bits and pieces, do not bother playing this game uh, because it requires that information as far as I'm concerned. People really? said you can kind of get away with okay. it. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know what's what's vaguely going on, you're going to have no fucking clue what's... Mm. It's not going to make sense in certain parts basically um it's definitely it's definitely required learning prior so um highly recommend just going and watching a couple of youtube like here's what happened in alan wake one etc is that how that you, you did it adjust- you
2: caught you caught yourself up online before jumping yeah because I, yeah. I didn't
0: i don't have time to play the first game and i just wanted to jump into the second one um, yeah. and that was that was enough more than enough um, but i would say yeah watch a good f- You know, ten to fifteen minute, um, Mm. you know, recap. Don't watch a quick, you know, Alan Wake in five seconds or anything. Um, You want to know about some of the characters that you might find in Number Two and stuff, and um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, bang a game. Really enjoying it so far. Um, Yeah, looking forward to putting more time in it and I'll let you guys know what I think. So there you go. Uh, But yeah, so Chris, uh, my answer is my game has been going quite well. Thank you very much for asking. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) Now Grizz, it's that time where we speak about
2: Will we look the at game. Pav's face when that uh, sound bite goes off? Is that what happens
0: or what? Yeah, it's the it's the point of this, this show where Pav shakes his head and um yeah. <laughs> basically just bruised in the corner. Uh, My favorite part. (laughs) Uh, All right, Grizz. Now, Netflix is reportedly looking to license GTA as a title as it moves into higher-end gaming. We don't know exactly what that looks like, but, uh, yeah, it looks like they're trying to get it licensed for Netflix, whether that means that they're trying to have it as, like, a Game Pass Uh, Thing on like their kind of Game Pass equivalent, which, you know, seems to probably be a fairly safe bet as to what they might be working towards Um, or they're producing some kind of adjacent IP thing, maybe in the mobile gaming space, who knows? But yeah, we'll see what happens.
2: Interesting, Cap. Um, Look, I hadn't read this this till now, but it's very topical given my... It is. How's your gaming going? So acclaimed roguelike studio behind Slay the Spire Releases a new deck builder after publicly abandoning Unity over a fee debacle. So, um, Slay the, the Spire devs that are called, what are they called, Cap? Um, Megacrit? Mega Megacrit. Yeah, Megacrit, the are they? Um, yep, that's correct. Have a game coming out, or they're working on a game called Dancing Duelists. Uh, it's an auto battling deck builder. Um, now, they're using the Godot engine cap, so moving away from Unity after that debacle. Yep. So,
0: Yep. Um, um, I will just... Sort of mentioned. So this was a project that they churned out as a game jam. So if you're not aware of what a game jam is, it's basically um, you know in the gaming dev community, uh, people will often come together and build games in a weekend. Just kind of just put a product product out. They work together on a mini team and try and spit something out within a finite amount of time because you know games quite often can kind of be bloated into project um, time because people kind of just want to add more and more things and you know so the whole idea of a game jam is just to kind of spit spit something out um in a in a weekend kind of thing I don't know how long these guys spent on this one but i don't think they'll continue to work on this cuz i know they're working on something else already but it was just like a bit of fun to
1: Interesting. Um,
0: promote godot as an engine and stuff um but yeah you can go and play it it is a little bit rough around the edges but still pretty fun from what i understand so i believe yeah, yeah, um
2: finding yeah. a Isaac was created in a similar way cap um you know it was like a very short term project and then you got so much hype built behind it that they just continually produced that game into where it is now which is a probably one of the most successful um roguelite games out there i'd say yeah. Yeah, it was originally on which browser it
0: wild yeah. Super wild. Um, wild. So very, very cool. Now, um, speaking of, um, you know, other games that have been built upon over time, uh, Vampire Survivors has hit 200,000 positive reviews on Steam, which, may I say, is a shitload. So well done. Um, yeah, that's, that's not huge. A, so. Not as
2: good as Brotato, Cap, but still not bad, mate, not bad. Um, Cap, yeah, Lies of P bad. has sold one million copies, mate. It's
0: quite a few. That's a lot, and Grizz to follow that one up. Minecraft has sold three hundred million. Uh, oh as my it's God! 15, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Best selling game of all time, I think probably three hundred um,
2: million. Far out, man!
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I remember like um, seeing that game and thinking it looked like ass when I saw all the blocks and stuff on it originally. It, but
0: yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's just kind of you know. <laughs> like thinking about minecraft it's it's actually the craziest thing of all time really like it's as an ip it, it, i remember when it first came out and i thought the same thing i was like why are people fucking playing this game and then i played it and i was like okay this is why people play this game it's sick um and it's kind of just turned into this complete freaking you know best-selling treasure that everyone just loves to kind of get into every now and then it's
2: Great. Sukai is saying, and not quite best selling. It's got a while to to reach Tetris, yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, good point. Yeah, well, Um, a best selling game of all time that's not Tetris. So,
2: Cap, there's uh, been a uh, recent article that has come out around the gaming industry, uh, being bigger than probably most people realize, uh, commanding revenues of 350 billion annual revenues. And this
0: is coming from an EA executive.
2: That is significant. Which is a lot of spondulis. That's,
0: that's a shitload, mate. Um, now, Grizz, Matt Mercer, we spoke about him earlier today. He's going to be voicing uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth's Vince Valentine. Vince Valentine's like a vampire-like character that shows mm-hmm. up in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to be voicing Vin- Vincesco. Uh, so I'm sure everyone is losing their shit. Uh, mm. So, yeah, congrats. Love Matt Mercer,
2: legend. Um, yep. Some new games coming to Game Pass, Cap. We have City Skylines Two, which I've heard is not particularly in a good place. I don't know if you've heard about that, Cap. But is that right? I haven't heard. Yeah, it, no. it's supposed to be quite buggy. Uh, we've got Dead Space coming, uh, Jusant, uh, Mineko's Night Market, and some more uh announcements as well yeah
0: so i believe just 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 aren't yeah um that should be out today or tomorrow from memory i'm actually quite looking forward to that looks like a fun little um indie climbing adventure game uh and man do you know what i fucking knew dead space would come to game pass and here it is baby i it's, I just had to wait, and um, I can now go and play that game. Um, so, yeah, cool. Now, Gris, speaking of games that are available and coming soon, Diablo 4 is now available on Steam, and it was a little while ago. Um, some of these are from the week before when it's we didn't there. do the episode. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's out there, though. Go go buy if you uh, want to give Blizzard your money, I guess.
2: Go <laughs> Diablo 4. Data mining cap suggests that Sony may be bringing their trophy system to PC. Yeah, that
0: mean, which is though? kind of wild. So um, well, you, like, like, I'm, I'm hoping and guessing it probably means that it's going to be like cross-play potentially. I mean, look, it's data mining, so we don't know all the kind of specifics.
2: I tell you what, Cap. Like, I reckon the Sony trophy system is a big endorphin hit. Like, I actually like oh, seeing dude, that trophies. By far. Steam yeah. hasn't done a particularly good job at nailing the. Uh, well, look, I I guess it's harder maybe on Steam, but I feel like it's. The, the endorphin, endorphin hits don't come when I get a Steam achievement. Yeah. But they do when uh, Sony. I totally you can compare, agree. I don't know. The way that you can compare them with your friends and you can see how many... I mean, the Steam does it as well, but I don't know. It's
1: just... Yeah,
0: I think it's, it's in cool. my opinion, the only iteration of, like, a trophy slash achievement point system that I've ever vaguely given a shit about. Um, yeah. Like and Platinum's- it's not my be-all and end-all, but, you know...
2: Platinums are serious work, right? Like, you know, yeah. people say, oh, I've got like five Platinums in a game. Like, you know, they've spent a long time getting those Platinums, yeah. you know?
0: I don't quite know if it's because I see a Platinum trophy and I think, wow, that's cool. Or if it's because, you know, I can't really, I can't quite tell you why I think it's better than just getting points. I mean, it is better than getting points, probably. I, I, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> It's weird. Mm. anyways. There's some. There's a. There's a um, psychology thesis uh, involved, right? Uh, that probably right for the taking, right there. So um, there you go. All right, now Grizz. Sorry, gamers. EA have canned a potential next Alice game. Um, if you weren't mm. aware of the mm. Alice games, you know they were looking towards um, potentially doing a third game in the series. I think it was probably being called. Um, alice asylum now that has been formally um kind of i guess shot down as the uh, lead of that particular ip basically came out and said yeah look i've We we put it to um, EA and EA just said, no, not happening. (laughs) Basically, I think they cited market conditions and um, IP uh, analysis as, yeah, basically not keen. Um, For those wondering what we're talking about, it's like a take on the Alice in Wonderland, um, Mm. I guess, franchise, but um, it's kind of a more dark and gritty, I guess, kind of uh, approach. Um, Alice has black hair, for example, and she kind of looks a little bit goth, so... Yeah, there you go. You probably, if you don't know what it is, you probably know if you just had a bit of a Google.
2: Um, Cap, your favourite game, Redfall. Apparently, it is my favourite. How do you know? Reportedly, wants to give it a redemption arc. Rumour has it that the uh, Redfall (laughs) Ah. devs are pretty keen to stick with the vampire shooter for years ahead. Will we see this uh, No Man's Sky and kind of? they've turned this around into something that's highly fucking doubt
0: it. I don't think they know how much work is involved in turning out round an IP like this. I mean, they need to produce a hit anime. They need to do multiple (laughs) rounds of DLC. Um, you know, they need to, yeah, it's, it's going to be a full thing. So, I mean, can they do it? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, so you go. Um, Grizz finally, Final Fantasy Online has revealed its next job coming alongside the uh, Dawn Trail expansion. It is the Viper. Uh, now, the Viper is kind of like a dual weapons sort of, uh, kind of like a rogue-like kind of character. They have dual short swords, uh, but then they also kind of combine the short swords into like a Darth Maul double-bladed kind of weapon um, thing um so dps class i guess uh and yeah it looks pretty cool um so i think people will probably be pretty excited about a new new job which is i guess a class um, for Viper those lfg wondering.
2: baby surely it'll be overtuned yeah. on release right isn't that what they do in mmos they make them real strong and then nerf the fuck out yeah, of them later
0: not not too sure about final fantasy online i think i i don't know based on what i understand about final fantasy online uh like your uh, your DPS or like your your actual damage is kind of just not really a thing. Like people don't really use it as like a thing that they're aiming for in the game. Like it's not, there's that competitive aspect of being the best on the on the damage leaderboards is just not really there. So, I, you know, even if they are overtuned, I don't think people will be playing it for that. I think they'll be playing it more for the, um, you know, the job lore and everything else. Mm-hmm. So um yeah anyway it's pretty cool so um so yeah yeah now Grizz, that's all we got time for, baby that's the freaking show um it's been a banger it's been good to have pav back welcome back yeah, We missed beautiful you, beautiful man we missed you so did the chat um but yeah just as a final um words uh, from me uh, all of our uh, links are available at ogr.show you can find our discord which you can come and chat with us uh, on there you can also find our twitter where you can vote on polls we didn't go through a poll this week because we did it last week so you get one next week don't worry about it uh, uh, twitter.com slash ogr show um, you can also follow us on twitch if you want to come and watch this live monday nights from 7 p.m awst that's uh, twitch.tv slash oceanic gaming radio and then you know we've got facebook and tiktok and some other shit so just look up oceanic gaming radio or ogr in google or on OGR.show, and I'm sure you'll find all the links you could possibly ever want. Uh, and then, yeah, that's pretty much everything. The final thing is, if you listen to us via podcast, you got to review us. Sorry I don't make these rules. Actually, yes, I do. Anyways, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace out.